welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. How the spirit world makes the connection. This is something that is so near and dear to me. And after giving thousands of readings over the years and teaching hundreds of classes, this is a foundational piece to help people understand that love never dies, that our loved ones are always with us, that they can, they can hear us and see us and sense us, and they're always around. They just no longer have a physical body. I also love to help people understand that mediumship and intuition are a completely different frequency. Some people confuse the two. And um, someone said to me a couple of weeks ago, she said, well, you're intuitive. You connect with those who have crossed over. And I said, I am intuitive. Yes, I'm also a medium. I connect with those who have crossed over. They're two different frequencies. And we got into this discussion and she said, well, no, it's the same thing. I said, no, actually it isn't. It's a completely different frequency, a different vibration. If you can imagine an old fashioned radio where we're tuning into the different radio stations, you know, if we're at 95.6, no, there's a guardian angel. And if we pop over to 101.2, oh, there's a spirit guide. If we pop over to 95.3, oh, it's an archangel. And if we pop over to 107.5, there's my grandmother. There's my high school friend. There's my uncle. There is my son, Jack. So it's a completely different frequency, a completely different vibration. And yes, we are all intuitive. We all have those intuitive gifts and capacities. And not everyone is going to acknowledge that and step into it. And that's okay. And I'm willing to bet that if you have found your way to this episode, that you too have a gift with mediumship, that you have an ability a capacity to connect into that frequency and experience crossover loved ones in whatever way that looks for you. Now, spirit utilizes four main clairs is what we call them as a way to communicate. So to see those in spirit is called clairvoyance. To feel those in spirit is called clairsentience. To know those in spirit is called claircognizance. And to hear those in spirit is called clairaudience. When I see clairvoyantly, I may see the crossover loved one. I may see their, uh, their eye color, the sparkle of their, their eyes. Uh, their smile, their facial features. They may show me that they're wearing a lumberjack shirt. I had a, a loved one that came in a couple of weeks ago and he had, <laughs> he had his, 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 it was like a lumberjack shirt and overalls. And he had this whole outfit on and he, you know, had his chainsaw and yeah, he was so fantastic. And so I saw his entire outfit. It was absolutely incredible. Other times I will see spirit in a physical form. Sometimes it's in my mind's eye. It's like a picture or a movie that's playing in my mind's eye. 
other ways that spirit is connecting with me clairvoyantly is uh, repeating numbers. I used to see them on license plates all the time. I'd say 111-555-333. Now I see words. Uh, just today I was driving and I saw hug. And then the next license plate was love. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that's so amazing. Um, other ways that I receive clairvoyantly, um, I will... Um, receive change back, you know, 555, or I'll look at the clock and it's 111 or it's 1111. Um, lately, it's been 1234. I'm not sure what that means. I actually haven't asked. Um, but usually, a few times during the week, I'll see 1234, which is really quite fun. I have incredibly vivid dreams. Uh, you know, when I dream of my, my loved ones, I wake up and it's like they're in the room with me. It's It's that vivid. It's that clear. So that's clairvoyance, clairsentience. Uh, I experience in a different way. I experience in a myriad of different ways. Sometimes, like right now, I am frozen. I've got, um, you know, I've got a sweater on, the heat's turned up, I put socks on. <laughs> we are in Calgary and it is cold. Oh my goodness. And I, yeah. I put my flip-flops away today, sadness, and so clairsentience, I experience in a myriad of different ways. I will sometimes heat up from the energy. My skin will literally flush, and it's like, whoa, I'll just feel this intense rush of energy. Uh, oftentimes when I'm channeling, I will um, become ice cold. I am so cold when there's spirit in the room. Like right now, the room is like an ice box because I'm channeling for you and there's so many different energies here in the room other times i get goosies like the hair on my arms will stand straight up the hair on the back of my neck will stand straight up um sometimes i just feel tingles like from head to toe it's like this rush of energy flows through me it's like whoa um when my loved one when my sweet jack is around i just feel my heart just opens just wide open and i just feel such such love for my sweetheart and my little dog, Jesse, whenever he's around, I feel pure joy. And when, um, um, when I'm working with clients and they are working through the grieving process, I, I will experience that as well. I will feel and experience the grief, uh, the sorrow their mourning, their loneliness, their disconnect. So those are the different ways that spirit will utilize my clairsentience. Claircognizance is just a knowing. It's like you know the answer before the question is even asked. And this used to really piss my ex-husband off. <laughs> it was quite fun. <laughs> he, would, he, was, um, he had a car for sale. And he came in the house and he didn't ask, he didn't ask for anything to do with my gifts very often. But this one day he came in and just out of the blue, he said, okay, so I've got the car up on Kijiji. Uh, I think it was like 3000 bucks. And he said, you know, what do you think? I said, yeah, the, somebody will call within the next three hours and they'll give you 2,500 cash. And he just kind of looked at me and he said, oh, and he turned and he left. And then I went about my day. And then a few hours later, came in the house with the schwack of cash. And he said, how did you know that? How did you know that? He just, 
he he called and and he showed up and he and he gave me 2500 how did you know that and i just said well i just i sometimes i just know things and it was so funny because then well then he wanted me to go to the casino and make more money <laughs> he wanted to you know take a take a trip to vegas and hit the the blackjack tables and you know i've just never i don't know maybe that's something i need to look at i've never actually utilize my gifts to go to Vegas. Maybe I need to look at that. <laughs> Maybe I'm missing out on something completely. So claircognizance is just the information drops. And it doesn't really have a logical explanation as to where it came from. And this one I found, uh, the claircognizance, um, I found was really tricky for me to unravel over the years. When I first started doing readings professionally, I was 100% clairvoyant. I would see everything like it was a movie playing in front of me. And then my Claire um, audience came in and I would start hearing things. And then the clairsentience, that's always been there. I would feel things. I would feel, you know, a pressure in my chest and you know if someone had died from a heart attack i would i would feel pure elation and joy when spirit made the connection with their loved one i would feel so many different things and the clear cognizance was a bit trickier because i kept thinking is that just my mind am i making this up is that just my ego what is that where did that come from and the clear cognizance is fun because when you're open to it when that channel is really open, and it varies from day to day, when that channel is really open, it's just like boom shakalaka. <laughs> Things are just dropping, and I'm just like, damn, you guys are good. Like they just, they amaze me in each and every session, each and every class. Um, when I'm in my meditations, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. And did it always, was it always like that? Absolutely not. It's been a journey for me to master and polish my gifts. And with the claircognizance, the more that you're able to trust it, um, you know, I, I'd say in the last, the last couple of months, I've had about 20 clients that have come to work with me on claircognizance. And once you get the ball rolling with it, it's just absolutely fantastic. And I found that the best way to um, really start to work with that, if that's one of your gifts, is, is the acknowledgement piece. Um, so just a, a quick side note, a couple of months ago, I was guided, my guides they were on me, they're like, I'm, I'm a writer. So I write, I just finished my first book. And I, you know, writing digital programs, and I'm writing another Oracle deck. And my computer is like my child. And a couple of months ago, my guide said, you need to back everything up. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. Okay, what? So I did a backup. And they I will say they were on me for a few days because I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> and um, I did a backup. And about six weeks ago, I came downstairs and my computer had a message on it. And it said, couldn't finish the repair. And I literally froze. I was like, oh, my God. What? What? You're fine. No, 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 no. You weren't doing a repair. What's going on? You were fine last night. Oh, my God, this is not happening. And I went into a panic because I thought, oh, my God, the book. Oh my God, all of my, all of my, my everything. <laughs> and, and then I sat down I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's do some breath work. All right. What's right about this? I'm not getting. And my guide said, you backed everything up. Everything's fine. You just need to have this looked at. And I just literally froze. And in that moment, 
I acknowledged that I had the awareness to back everything up and I did it. <laughs> Actually, I listened to the awareness and the guidance and oh my God, thank God. So I quickly signed onto my laptop and checked the cloud to make sure everything was still there. And, oh, and I found a magic wizard who um, repaired everything for me. So it was fabulous. So that's an example of the claircognizance. And so if claircognizance is one of your, is your jam, the magic is in the acknowledgement. It really is. It just strengthens it more and more. And clairaudience is when we hear things. So anytime that I'm, I cross the spirit back over to the light, there's this beautiful light that opens up. And I always hear the most incredible celestial music. And I, pentatonics is the closest thing. Like they, when they harmonize, I think it's their Alleluia song. Um, someone sent it to me last Christmas and I played it on repeat for about four weeks because that the sound, the it's, it's perfection. It's just, it's absolutely incredible. And my guides utilize song. So whenever I work with any of my coaches, they always laugh and they're like, why, why is this song playing in my head? <laughs> That's how my guides roll. And I will literally wake up in the morning and there's a song playing in my head. And throughout the day, just different songs come in and into client sessions. And, you know, pretty much any time that I'm, I'm working with spirit, which is pretty much all the time, um, they will utilize my clear audience that way. And clear audience, I find the best way to describe it is if you count from one to 10 in your mind, it sounds like your own voice most of the time. And then again, depending on how, how often you are um, acknowledging that gift, if that's one of your gifts, it'll start to get stronger and stronger. And, you know, sometimes I can sit and have full-blown conversations with my guides. And it depends on, Spirit will utilize my gifts in any number of ways. I've, over the years, I've mastered and polished all of my gifts to um, a certain level so that when I sit in sessions, Spirit will utilize whichever gift is open and available at that time. If I haven't had a great sleep, uh, perhaps I didn't drink enough water, maybe I went really hard <laughs> at, at the gym, um, you know, maybe my diet wasn't tight the last couple of days, maybe I haven't had enough protein, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there was a, a session that, uh, that really touched me and I haven't quite shaken the energy from it. All of these different things can impact my gifts and how spirit can can access all of those gifts. So those are the four main clairs. And then we have, you know, and there is telepathy, you know, sometimes, you know, I can do this with some of my girlfriends. It's like, I'll be thinking, oh, you know, I need to, um, you know, I need to let Sherry know, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll send me a message, you know, within 30 seconds. Hey, I was just thinking about blah, blah, blah. We should talk about it. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> so there's telepathy. And there's also clairaudience, which is to smell clearly. So, you know, this is absolutely fantastic. Um, and I share this in the book. One of my first experiences with my grandfather who crossed over um, was I would smell cigarette smoke. And I thought I was losing my mind. I could smell it in the house. We went out for dinner 
and I could smell it in the restaurant and I could smell it in the car and I was just totally losing my mind. My family, they were looking at me like, are you okay? What's happening? I was like, can't you smell it? And then I thought, oh my God, is this, am I having a stroke? Is that what happens? You start to smell smoke, what's happening? <laughs> and it just sent me into a tailspin. And then I figured out that it was my grandfather. And so anytime I smell cigarette smoke, I know that he's near. And I will smell Old Spice Cologne. I will smell Lily of the Valley. I'll smell cigars. Um, there was a loved one that came through uh, a few months ago and uh, it was a pipe. I could smell the pipe. Um, I've had grandmothers who came through who loved to bake. Um, I will smell baking, like beautiful, absolutely mouth-watering. And it's absolutely incredible. And so that is to smell clearly. To smell clearly, that, that gift isn't as common. And um, I found that mine was really opening up. And I thought, I thought there was something wrong. It, I felt like I had a sinus infection. It was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And then I would smell things. Like I would just start to smell things and there wasn't anyone there. So I would smell cologne. I would smell certain floral scents. Um, I would just smell, and there was one day I could smell this really, this musty, musty scent. And what's interesting is that um, the angelic realm, all of the angels have a different scent. And so some of the angels that are around me most frequently have a distinct scent. And it's absolutely beautiful. Some of them are, are earthy, um, like it has a little hint of clove. Um, you know, Archangel Ariel is, oh my gosh, it's absolutely beautiful. It's the most beautiful, delicate scent. And it just, it smells like butterflies. I, I just, that's the only way I can describe it. It's just, it's, it's airy and beautiful and it's just so magnificent. So that is to smell clearly. Usually it's, you know, when I go into, um, when I go into older homes, I'll walk in and I'll smell that old, old musty smell. And that's the first indication that there's spirit in the house. And when I go in to do um, any paranormal work, I will just smell different scents. It's, um, some of them are, are horrible, absolutely horrible. I, I really can't describe what they smell like. Like it's, I don't know, like it's almost like rotting, something rotting, like just something not, something not benevolent. It smells like death to me. And so whenever I smell that, that is an indication that there are non-benevolent energies, that we are going to do some ghost busting, which I love. So that is to smell clearly. And then there is Claire Gustance, and that is to taste clearly. And this occurs when a medium will uh, taste something in their mouth as though they themselves have experienced it. Um, some of the things I've experienced are spicy food. Uh, I've tasted blood, alcohol. I've even tasted cigarette smoke. I used to smoke years ago, years and years and years ago. And there was one reading where I could taste a cigarette. It was like, no, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. And in one reading, I remember this so vividly, um, I tasted whiskey and I just said, oh my gosh, I taste whiskey. He's sitting on the couch and he's 
toasting and and my client just roared she said oh my god I know exactly who that is and it was so funny he loved whiskey he actually had quite the collection of different um, different whiskey that he he had gathered in his travels and so he was quite the connoisseur of whiskey and in another reading um, again I tasted blood it was like my whole mouth filled with blood and, um, you know, it was after these sessions and I, I asked my guys to bring the information to me in a different way. And I told them, you know, unless it's chocolate, my preference is to not taste whatever it is. Cookies would be okay. It's chocolate or cookies. Okay. We could do that. So what I invite you to do is to really start to explore what your main Claire is. And I'll take you through a quick exercise where you can where you can start to imagine what that is. You may already have an idea. And I find that over the years, you know, 99% of people come to me and they're like, I want to see, I want to see clairvoyantly, I want to see. And they have an incredible capacity with, uh, say, clairsentience that they haven't acknowledged. Or they have claircognizance, like there's nobody's business. They just know and they weren't even aware of it. I had a client who came to see me and, and she was really frustrated. She said, I want to see, I want to see spirit. I want to, I want to see everything. And she had the gift of Claire audience. She could actually hear spirit. And she didn't realize that that's what she was listening to. That's what she was hearing. And when we fine tune that for her, then she was able to relax about the clairvoyance and really master her Claire audience. And then her guides started working on her clairvoyance. And so I invite you to start to just settle into your space wherever you are and bring your focus down to your heart. And just imagine that you're stepping behind your heart. Our heart is where spirit makes the connection. It is an inner mind. It is an inner monkey mind making lists and, and all of our to-dos and our worries and our thoughts. Spirit makes the connection through our heart. And so if any time throughout the day you want to connect into spirit stronger, more clearly, just bring your focus down to your heart and imagine that you're breathing in through your heart and exhaling through your heart. Again, stepping behind your heart into that beautiful energy. And now here's a quick exercise for you to discover your primary Claire. Okay, so imagine you've got tickets to an event and there is a speaker you have been waiting to hear. This person just lights you up. You have every book, you have every audio, you listen to their podcast, you sculpt them on Facebook, you watch them on YouTube. You absolutely adore this person. And you are so excited to be at this event and you've been looking forward to this event for months. You had your tickets. You knew what you were going to wear. You're, you're just going out of your mind. And as you settle into your seat and they enter the stage to start their talk, what is the first thing you notice? A, is it the way the person looks, their clothes, the way they walk, the way they style their hair, if they have nice teeth, their makeup, if they look put together, polished, their jewelry, their accessories. B, the way you feel while listening to them talk. Are they open and receptive? Do they make you laugh? Do you feel energized? Is their energy warm and inviting? 
Do you have goosebumps? You're so excited. C, the words they say. You feel intellectually stimulated and engaged in what they have to say. And you feel captivated by their thoughts, their words and ideas. You'd like to go over sections of their books with them and pick their brain and ask them questions and learn more. D, the sound of their voice, the rich timbre and resonant tone, how they pronounce certain words, their laugh. Now just pick one and let's see what your main Claire is. If you chose A, you're highly visual, and this signifies clairvoyance. B, you interact with the world through your physical and emotional feelings, signifying clairsentience. C, you are an intellectual and often know facts without having read or heard anything on the subject previously. This signifies claircognizance. Or D, you are extremely sensitive to noise, and this signifies clairaudience. Now, if there are a couple that you're kind of hemming and hawing, hmm, I'm not sure it could be this, it could be this, just go with your first instinct, go with your gut. And now that you know what your strongest Claire is, we're going to ask the spirit world to jack things up a bit with your gift. So for example, if you're clairvoyant, invite your guides, your angels, whatever that looks like for you. Some people it's, it's guides, it's angels, it's loved ones. It's like, hey, you guys, it's your team, it's universal energies, it's, it's prana, it's chi, whatever that looks like for you. Invite that energy in to help with you to acknowledge and strengthen your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your claircognizance, your clairsentience. And I invite you to really start to acknowledge when it happens. When you see something, repetitive numbers, or you feel something, you know something, you hear something, I invite you to acknowledge it. Ooh, I just heard that. I saw that. I knew that. I felt that. And then you'll start to notice that you'll experience even more. And it kind of becomes a game where it's, it's fun. And it just becomes a natural part of your day. You know, there was one day I was driving, I was running, running errands. I think I had five or six different pit stops to make. And I saw, no word of a lie, 25, 26 license plates that had words on them. Love, yes, hi. <laughs> you know, some people have their own, you know, their, their, their personalized license plates. And they were hilarious. Like they were just, oh my gosh, they just cracked me up. I had to take a picture of some of them. Um, you know, and I love coffee. There were two that were coffee related um, you know, there were four that were, had hug in them somehow. There was one that had love. Um, you know, it was just absolutely fantastic. And I just have fun with it. I have fun and it just brings me joy and it helps me to, it helps me to really find joy when I am working through stressful periods of my life. It helps me to 
just bring that element of, of jovial fun and playfulness. And that's really what the spirit world really wants to do. They want to bring heaven and put it on earth. We have so much that's going on on the planet right now collectively. And everyone is experiencing that in a different way. You know, people are going back to work for the first time. I have several uh, corporate clients that are going back downtown and it's different. You know, it's, it's a completely different reality. Uh, you know, kids going back into school here in Calgary, you know, we've got flu season that's kicking up. We've got a pandemic that we're still living amidst, you know, living with and with that, um, the uncertainty of it and absolutely, you know, the fear of it, the unknown. We have the debates in the States. We have the election coming up. We have Black Lives Matter. We have forest fires. We have so many things in the collective consciousness that a lot of intuitive, aware people are picking up on and experiencing. And I invite you to really start to be aware of what you're feeling and what you're picking up on that actually isn't yours. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was um, um, starting to feel really anxious and started to feel really um, scared. And I just sat there with it for a bit and I just kept asking questions. And as I've shared in other episodes, when we stay in question, it's like we've left a doorway open for spirit to come in and communicate with us because we have free will. They're not just going to jump in and say, yo, Shauna, we see you're struggling. Maybe you could have a slice of ease <laughs> unless I'm asking for ease. It's not just going to magically show up in my world. So I sat with it and I kept asking and kept asking. And I just thought, you know, this is not my stuff. And so I just, you know, energetically clear it. And energetically clearing is so easy to do. I mean, I'm an energy nerd, sacred geometry nerd. You know, if you've seen the movie Doctor Strange, the welcome to my world, that's really what it is. I'm also a Reiki master and teacher. So energy is everything. Energy is everything. So if I start to experience something that isn't mine, I just destroy and delete it. I'm just like, get rid of that, clear it, destroy it, you know, cancel, clear, delete, cancel, 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 clear, 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 whatever that is. You can say it out loud or in your mind and it's gone. And the most amazing thing, you know, and this is from my psychology background is um, when we acknowledge it, then the energy starts to dissipate. When we acknowledge something for exactly what it is, whether it's, wow, this is really shitty or wow, that really hurt or wow, that, that was amazing or you know i'm really grateful for that when we acknowledge it um it'll start to dissipate the energetic hold the um the heightened uh, awareness of it and then it helps us to bring our clarity back so that we can start to understand what it is and start to understand through our strongest gift what that is and so I invite you to really play with your strongest gift and really start to invite the energies in. You know, and every night before I go to bed, not every night, but sometimes if I'm working on something, you know, I remember when I was really, uh, really wanting to develop my, um, my clear cognizance before I went to sleep at night, I would invite my guides in to help me with it overnight. And I know it sounds totally hokey and crazy, but it worked. I would wake up the next day and I would kind of look to see if something had shifted and changed. And, you know, I go into my meditation and, you know, ask my masters to um, assist me and help me to, you know, gain more clarity. 
And again, spirit will come in and connect. I mean, and, and this is different for me. I mean, this is my, my life, my passion. This is, this is me. Mediumship is just who I am and what I do. And so spirit will utilize any number of combinations of my gifts um, in any, any number of ways. And so I invite you to start looking at different things. Maybe you'll start noticing the temperature uh, shift and change um, in certain rooms of your house. Maybe you'll feel like someone just walked by, like there's a draft. Maybe you'll start to get the goosies. Maybe you're, you're, you're going to start to heat up or cool down. Um, maybe you'll just start to feel overwhelming love in your heart. Maybe you'll start to see sparkles of light out of the corners of your eyes. Maybe you'll start to have more vivid dreams. Maybe you'll start to hear things. This was years ago. I used to wake up every morning and I would hear, um, Shauna, Shauna. I would hear someone calling my name. And at first it terrified me. I thought, oh my God, there's someone in the house. What's going on? <laughs> What's happened? And no, it was my guides. It was my guides. And yeah, maybe you'll start to know things. I was trying out a new recipe. I'm kind of a recipe geek. And I was trying this new recipe and I didn't have one of the, the ingredients. I couldn't find it at Safeway and I was like, damn it. So I came home and I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? And I instantly got Google, Google, whatever it was, at, look for substitutes. And so I Googled whatever it was and I had five different substitutes that like substitutions that I could use for the recipe. And it was fantastic. It was like, oh, thank you. Like it'll drop that quick as long as we stay in question. And I was open to it and I acknowledged it. I was like, oh, thanks guys. You know, <clears throat> any of my friends always laugh because I'm always, I'm always pointing up to the sky. You guys are good. Oh, that was good. <laughs> you guys lined that up nicely played. And so for me, spirit communication is fun. Whether you would like to connect with your spirit team, your spirit guides, spirit animals, your angels, or your ancestors, your crossover loved ones. Um, you know, we can access all of these different energies, all of these different frequencies. And once you start to hone in on your number one gift, the way that spirit is connecting with you, it'll be a game changer. It'll be so much fun. And I'm not sure why this is coming in, but if you are not a huge fan of meditation, um, you know, meditation was a complete game changer. Um, you know, I had, I had shut off my abilities for so many years. I just didn't want to listen. I just really wanted to have someone to have lunch with when I was a little girl in school and I was bullied. I was made fun of, you know, it wasn't talked about, you know, whenever I talked about spirit in the house, my mom would say, go to your room and I wouldn't get supper. Um, you know, things like that. So it wasn't like it is now where, you know, there's always an empty, an empty space at the dinner table for anyone in spirit who wants to join, you know, it's, it's a completely different time. And I literally shut my gifts off because I wanted to fit in and I didn't understand what it was. And then it was um, after an accident um, 14 years ago and through the re rehabilitation and the healing, I stumbled upon Reiki and craniosacral therapy. And I'd literally felt like I'd been plugged back in. And I thought, you know what, I need to learn this. I need to experience this. So I became a Reiki master. I remember my, my Reiki teacher, she said, you know, you're going to start offering Reiki sessions. I said, no, not a chance in hell. This is just for me. I'm not touching people. And it was in the Reiki sessions that the loved ones started to come in again. And so once I was open to the spirit world and, and how they were connecting with me and communicating with me, 
it was an absolute game changer. And one of the first things um, my one of my beloved teachers said to me, she said, you need a meditation practice because your mind goes so quick and so fast and your logical mind is ping, 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 ping. And you're making lists and you're doing this and you're doing that. Plus you're, you're intuitive and you're picking up so much information. She said, you're going to burn yourself out. So you need to find a way to meditate, to calm your mind so you can access spirit. And the first time I tried to meditate, I lasted maybe nine seconds. <laughs> it was like, and we're done. Where are my lists? I got stuff to do. I don't have time for this. This is bullshit. <laughs> and it was, yep. And she said, no, you need to stick with this. And now um, I could probably sit in a, in a meditation for hours on end. And, or, you know, I sit in my Akashic records for hours on end, sometimes for eight, nine hours a day. And I highly recommend a spiritual practice. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite energies to work with, with guided meditations, I recommend them to everyone, is orindabin.com, O-R-I-N-D-A-B-E-N.com, uh, channeled beautifully by Sinea Roman and her partner, Dwayne. Um, beautiful, incredible guided meditations. So if your mind, if you're having a hard time just sitting and meditating, start with guided meditations. And I, I can't, stress that enough. I meditate twice a day minimum and I start my day with meditation and I end my day with meditation and uh, that is an absolute game changer. I send you mountains of love. I love all the feedback. I just absolutely love it. We had, uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing a mortician. <laughs> she was absolutely incredible. And again, as I said on that episode, I don't think you could pay me enough to go into that cooler with those bodies. <laughs> I can I can connect with spirit, uh, communicate with them, but to be around dead bodies, ee, that kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, which is so funny. But she was one of the most interesting people, Alice Brooks, one of the most interesting people I've ever met and, and um, just had incredible insight to share uh, with everyone. It was absolutely amazing. Next Sunday, I will be teaching Angels and Ancestors at the beautiful Blessed Circle here in Calgary. We have room for eight in person. We also have unlimited space for Zoom if you want to join in. Uh, the Zoom sessions are fantastic. It's the same energy. You are part of the class. You're part of that energy, and it is absolutely incredible. The first part of the class, I will journey you to experience the angelics. You'll receive uh, messages and guidance, uh, insight from your angels. And then the second part of the class, you will journey across the Rainbow Bridge to experience across a crossover loved one, which will be absolutely amazing. Uh, if you would like more information, you can check everything out. It's, it's all on my website at livealifeyoulove.org. October 31st, I will be having a seance. <laughs> I wanted to do a seance for years and my family was always like, no, it's too creepy. It's scary. No. Well, now I can do that as I please. <laughs> so October 31st from 9 to 11, we are holding a seance here at the house. And as I've spoken about in many other episodes, uh, you know, I'm a ghostbuster. I've worked with paranormal investigations for years and it will be a sacred space. It will be a little bit spooky, 
and it will be a whole lot of fun. And again, that information is on my website, livealifeyoulove.org. I send you mountains of love and I love all the feedback and questions. And if there are any topics that you would like me to cover on the podcast, do reach out. And if you'd like to be on the podcast, I would love to, I would love to chat more with you again, sending you mountains of love. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you.